0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Ladies and gentlemen and welcome live into the ER This is Rampage Rants Tuesday Night Turmoil I am Sadistic Sean David along
2: with my two co-hosts The Dean of Wrestling Referee Steve Kane,
3: And the reason why the show could never be a bag of dicks
1: Good evening Yes We've got a lot to cover tonight And we're going to get right into things Probably with the biggest story uh, To come out of 2018 So far So we're going to go to our reporter, Steve Kane with a very special report about a guy with a chin. Well... No,
2: actually, we're going to do something else first, because uh, I just caught wind of something that uh, good old JR just uh, posted up a day or two ago, and you'd want to talk about stupid, okay? I mean, we have decried the deathmatch match type of um, uh, quote unquote wrestling and uh, we're going to talk a little bit more later about a uh, famous <coughs> god a gag every time I say this world oh, champion <coughs> who who just recently <laughs> wrestled a death match Um oh my it it reads it reads here and this comes from a pro wrestling sheet. A match in Mexico ended in a scary way on Monday. After one wrestler threw get this guys, I am not I am not BSing you, I am reading this exactly the way it says it. Okay. After one wrestler threw a concrete block at the head of his opponent who was then hospitalized. The match between Angel O Demonio and Cuervo occurred just outside of Mexico City, and I am not going to name the promotion or promotions involved because they don't deserve that kind of publicity. But Pro Wrestling Sheet has a video in which uh, Demonio grabs a concrete block from the backstage area after being hit with multiple chair shots, then returns to the ring to throw it at his opponent from behind slash above. Cuervo had no idea it was coming and got knocked unconscious. A doctor then called off the match and helped Cuervo to the back where he came to. We're told an ambulance was called, and he was taken to the hospital. During a post-match promo, Demonio apologized to Cuervo for not being able to finish the match. He also Mm. went on Facebook to say he didn't appreciate the multiple chair shots being doled out beforehand, but claims he wasn't aiming to hit Cuervo in the head with the concrete block. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna sit here and I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna watch this video for a moment. I will actually send you guys the link here in uh, I'm not don't, just don't a moment. Uh, and <laughs> it says and, it's, and there's been an update that says that uh, Cuervo has uh, since undergone successful surgery to remove a blood clot from his brain. Oh my
3: sweet Jesus! Oh, and these sweet church- Jesus, uh, Mary, are, and
2: Joseph. And the, and the chair shot sure did. I don't think it was I'm, a chair shot. I think it was a cinder block. No, no, it was a concrete block. No, no. Yeah. No, what happened was Cuervo was hit Demonio with the chair shot. Yeah. Cuervo then picked up the concrete block, and or, uh, Demonio threw, took picked up the concrete block and threw it in Cuervo in the head, and I just saw him. And man, I mean, he absolutely blasted him. The concrete block basically broke <laughs> in half. And somehow he actually is up on all fours. I'm I'm watching this right now. I'm gonna kinda of play uh, play by play. And uh Demonio comes back and he's now he's talking to the doctor, the doctor shoves him off, he leaves. And um, Guervo then um, leaves the ring area uh, with, the, with with the, with some assistance from uh, the doctor and uh, some other apparently uh, staff. So, oh my God, you know, just when you know when you think our business. Can't and I, you know, and and I love this business. I love this business with every ounce of my being. But there are times when my fellow performers are as stupid as the day is long.
3: So dumb as dirt.
2: And, And that, well, I think that's an insult to dirt, actually.
3: You know what I'm trying to say.
2: Oh, I know exactly what you're saying, but uh, no, I I would to say dumb as dirt would be an insult to an dirt. An insult
3: to dirt. All right, and the inventor
4: of dirt. Yes.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, my I mean, you know, because all of a sudden this flat is flashed up on my on my screen that uh, there was a tweet from Jr. And when and when I you know, so I was figuring maybe it had something to do with uh his physical condition which we will talk about momentarily but then um and he and he, he puts on this embarrassing unnecessary please learn to wrestle 100% agree with you JR 100% agree with you oh my god this is just I agree all right uh, all right. Since you don't speaking want to look at JR. it, Katie, I'm not going to shoot. I'm not going to shoot the link. Sean, for wrestling sheet. Oh. Look, it look it up.
3: But speaking of JR, should we go into that right
4: away as well? And uh, Sabu. Tip. You know what?
2: You just made the
4: list.
2: Oh no. Uh, here we
3: <laughs> breathe, Mother Chucker. Breathe. Yeah. yeah, I saw yeah.
2: A name, a name that we swore and you heard us swear on the air that we would never say again. I, I got know. a promo so to bitch. cut.
1: Let me catch my breath. You two
4: take it yeah, away. Yeah. Let me catch my breath. No, you no
3: know, you know show, Mother Chucker. Okay, you talentless fucking hack. You piece of shit whose next should have stayed broken. After Benoit broke it for you, like it seriously, like do you have a soul to talk about a Hall of Famer the way you did, and an older man with Bell's palsy? The, the the things that were spewed out of your mouth, I, I wouldn't say to anybody, unless I had some serious hate. And then and then to call him basically McMahon's fuckboy? <laughs> what? Oh my God! Just, just wow! you know, just sitting there. The man fell on his face and he hurt himself. Okay, and just, <laughs> yeah. you know, and all, well, and all, well, all, he had was just for him. And he's like, I'm, I'm glad you, am glad you fell on your face. He basically said, you may as well have broken your face. I don't give a shit about you. You're well, a piece of shit. And, and you're a WWE. Well, hold podcast.
2: on, hold on, Katie. That's, I'm oh, gonna, that I'm thing. gonna. I, I'm not, I'm, going word, to, I'm, I'm not going, going to the read. I'm going, I'm going to read. Well, at least my. No, you at can't least, read you know, it. There's no
3: swearing. You can't swear. It's, it's my job.
2: <laughs> well, it says okay. It, I mean, the first the first tweet that 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 this piece of garbage put out Sheesh. this never was this drug addicted jaguar.
3: Mm-hmm. Right. Oxy-headed motherfucker, and that's
2: and that's being and that's being and that's being nice to it. Said he's a, this his wife a, a piece of work puss- too. Sorry, go ahead. He's a he's A, effing he, and all puss- around. Puss-y. No, puce. He, he spelled T-U-S-E.
3: No, 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 no. If you read it, he typoed through through his whole tweet. Okay. Oh, he
2: does, I he know. Typos. But I'm, I'm, I'm
4: right. reading it it's as he typed it. it. He's yeah, a
2: puse-a-effing f- and all-around f- f- A.S. hole. So, Asshole. F you, Jim Ross. Hope you die, Fuck you effing D-head, C-eater, two-faced, C-N-T, WWE, F-boy. Fuck boy. You no, know, I've got... Oh, my God! And then when Daddy posted a tweet wishing him well, and I'm hearing an echo.
3: Nah, not for me. Sean,
2: check your distance between your
3: mic and ears. Oh, it's fine. Trust me. My mic hangs. Hangs. It's not a flexy move about mic.
2: Oh, I said, Sean, check your distance between your mic and your your earpiece.
3: Because I hear it, too. I hear it, too. It's not as bad as normal. Just ignore it. Keep going,
2: but uh, he says, um, but and and that tweet was the one he removed. the the response yeah. to, The response that he posted up with uh, with Natty's tweet is, as far as I know, still up. In fact, I'll actually check it here in a moment. Yeah, um, it's the same. Your, your uncle Brett knows all says, about him and, and
3: what he's about and, LPM, and his lies and, this and that.
2: Yeah, you see what he say behind your back. He is two faced. v... Don't trust him. Brent knows he's a three phase. Brent, who the fuck is Brent? A- who the
3: fuck is Brent? Aho. A-ho.
2: Well, so this is okay. So, all right. So I, I mean, gonna, you don't
3: drag. You don't drag people to, into your shit, man. I'm gonna, don't I'm drag gonna, people into yeah, your shit. Yeah, I'm going to
2: click over. I'm going to click over because into into. Ah, okay. And uh, now it's looking like. Hold on here.
4: Let's. let's
2: Sean,
4: bring it I don't
2: need to weigh on, in on this. I have to this, oh. you know, let's, let's just. Okay, you you're just cutting in a Okay, well, here, I'll I'll just. I'll get there back you go. That's closer. up to. There cause you go. Yeah, because I'm, right. I'm looking at it where I'm. Okay, there we go. Let's see here. Okay. Okay. Now I've got. Now I've got his account. Okay. Let's see here. I'm scrolling. Look All right. I'm, 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 so when oh, I'm going ahead and. and,
3: whiskey, and whiskey I'm scrolling. And. Oh my God. Well, you, Okay. We don't need a description of you scrolling, old man. Jeez. Okay, well, Sean, if you're here, talk.
1: All right. (laughs) So this is what I have to say about Sabu. He is a spineless, Mm absent-minded,
4: broken,
1: useless piece of garbage.
4: That's what Sabu
1: stands for.
3: Okay? We paid him to be here, and what did he do? Like a bitch, he sent his wife. We don't want to talk to your wife. Okay? I don't want to talk to – I mean – that's just like talking to Carol about hockey. All right? It, it, it just, just, I don't care if she travels with you. I don't care if she leads you down to the ring. I don't care if she's there for everything that goes on. We wanted you. Not the wife. You. You and the wife would have been cool, too. But you know what? I can, like, and you fucker, you confirm. That's the thing that pisses me off the most about you. You know, you're a no-show piece of shit. And now you've gone too far, and we're going to blast you.
1: So that's what I have to say about Taboo. Now I'll Sorry, go baby. back even further than that Go baby Taboo was here uh, In LaSalle, Illinois In May of 2002 The oh, Either yeah.
2: that Either the, huh?
1: Either That
2: company
1: I- Either That company Or one of its representatives Put the hotel in their name and guess who got a hotel bill from the hotel because Sabu did damage to the hotel while he was here?
3: Mm-hmm. He did what to the hotel?
1: Damage.
2: Oh, my God. He played rock star, in other words.
3: Oh, fuck off. You're not a rock star. Don't play rock star.
2: Um,
1: fuck. He also, whether it was planned or not, gigged a ref. And I mean, oh my gigged, gigged a ref This ref was More than perf- a If you have never and heard Of ble- the what? Lockport Joe bleeding? story Let me finish If you've never heard of the Lockport Joe story And you live In Illinois You're not a true wrestler Because everybody knows that story Everybody has heard yep. about it well, I, Everybody knows I, I about haven't.
3: it I'm, not, I'm Canadian, I need to know
2: Steve, easy. tell her about it. All right. Tell me about um, okay. Well, this this happened um, with the um, original promotion that was okay. the that was the precursor to Dreamwave Wrestling. Yes. Revolution Wrestling. Okay. Yes.
1: Revolution Championship right. Wrestling.
2: Yeah. Now, now, now at that time, this uh, this. This young guy named Blackport Joe was right. there. Was there? Was their lead official? Now I was working. I was working across for the competition. I was with Powerhouse, but Brunk came to work the Revolution show. He was, according to all accounts, belligerent. Mm. He. He would not talk to anybody, including his opponents. And then during the course of the match, went absolutely berserk, and he cut up the guy he was working with and then proceeded to hack up Lockport Joe's head. Now, he tried to claim... That Joe asked him to do it, and oh, it a... Joe is like, "Joe is like, no, no. A referee will never gig. A referee will never ask to be gig.
3: Bumped, maybe.
2: So it was actually
1: so Sabu versus uh, Sabu versus Acid with oh, Lockport so Joe as the rest. One at a time." Lockboard Joe the um, was the ref. He was put through a table by Sabu and All gave right. the hard way.
3: That's not right.
1: I mean, his that, face that looked like his forehead. Mm-hmm. Oh. His forehead. Uh, and I'm getting from my sources that he asked for it. But I, I don't know.
2: Joe, no, no. Course, Why Joe, would he do that if he gets what injured? Joe said in, too, right. What Joe said in the interview with, this was the original com. No, he did not ask for it. The only person who claimed that he asked for it was Terry Brunk.
3: Why? No, that, that's, that's just a, doesn't make sense why a ref would put... His bread and butter on the line. Uh, that doesn't make sense to me. And well, as, uh, uh,
2: was, it, there is no sense to it mm-hmm.
1: it's, uh, it's, that that was the end of Black <laughs> Portillo in, in RCW. After that, it was Jason Harding.
4: Oh, okay.
1: Um, I am being told, and this is from my source That he asked for it And then cried for it like a fucking dumbass Uh, So if he did that This would be like the mass transit incident If you asked somebody like Sabu To gig you You were a fucking moron Just saying But
2: but see, Joe says Joe says, no, he was not He was not expecting it He was freaked out when it happened And That is Why he Walked away from the business
1: I Could see that Uh, We're going to get to our callers If you're called in Just go ahead and hang up for right now Unless you're called in to hear the show Like uh, Billy If you're listening to the show online Just hang up for right now We'll take callers here in hour two Um, But this this was Lockport Joe And this was one of the most riveting things to go down in Illinois Valley history. Um, and with good reason, Sabu has never been brought back to the area. When Dreamwave Wrestling ran, he was never brought back. For the same reason that the Sandman was never brought back.
3: Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Sandman. Aren't we've all... told...
1: Sandman got so drunk that he accident actually raped the promoter with a bag of frozen hot dogs.
2: Yeah, this is well, the hot ben, dog incident we've told you about before, Katie.
3: Um more hot dogs.
4: <laughs> so, um, my that sex is why...
3: Wait, wait, my sex toy has a first name. It's... <laughs> It's O S C A R. My sex second name. is <laughs> Um Well, I'm sorry. I know uh, I shouldn't be laughing,
1: but
3: it doesn't well, mean, it was
1: also incredible. the fact that the first words, <laughs> the first words to the whoever picked him up at the airport, were two words, and those two words were vodka now. Not even hi. How are you doing? You know, do I have the right person? No, just two words: vodka now. And he was actually swishing vodka <laughs> and bloody mary mix in his mouth, like
3: oh my God.
1: shot a bloody mary Mi- bloody mary mix, yeah. shot of vodka.
3: Okay, you only do that if there's if if you don't have glasses. I've if you don't have shot glass, okay. <laughs> I've done, I've done B, I've done B52s like that, and I, yeah, and it's it's not fun. It's yeah, it's not mixed properly. You're wasting alcohol. You suck. Okay. Plus nobody, I mean nobody. I mean even you don't think the fans aren't gonna get a whiff of you as you walk by? Yeah, they are. You may not think that. Yes, we are. Some of us have good noses like me well, when it decides to work properly, but, yeah, just, why, why teach your fans like that? I don't know. Okay, the workers are one thing, okay, the people you're working for, your safety, their safety is, is paramount, and their safety is in your hands, so therefore, your hands should be safe, and if you're drinking like that, that's, I mean, you're not even worrying about, a glass or nothing So it just means you're a belligerent drunk To begin with And it's just not right Come on Sam, man Oh, I'm disappointed
1: Oh, uh, he gave one He gave Jay Repsol One of the stiffest Kendo stick shots I've ever seen in my life
4: Oh mm.
3: Okay, uh, boys, I know you're excited. Please you can't message me during the show. I know and, you're excited. Yes. Sandman delivered.
1: and I don't know who was drunker, if it was Sandman or Marvin. It might mm-hmm. have been it might they might have been both that's, equally. That's the, I gotta say, I
2: gotta say, knowing Marvin, that would be that would be a toss
4: up. <laughs>
1: I once saw him. There was a there is a bar across the street from the uh, Flamingo. Oh, so I once saw Marvin go in, <laughs> come out, go to walk across the street, trip over the curb, and never make the show.
3: Oh, the one time at Fan Camp.
1: I don't know if you've ever seen him so drunk that that happened, but that oh, happened at RCW.
2: I wasn't nah, even that nah. drunk the other night. <laughs> now nah, because now nah, because that because he at least made it into the building.
3: Yeah. When when yeah, he I, was, I, when
2: I, okay. when we, when powerhouse was running down the little building in uh, Spring Valley.
3: We kind of played the brother 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 game the other night. It wasn't quite the brother brother game, but I only lasted three shots of Apple Crown Royal. Um. Yeah. Don't play the brother, brother, brother game Even if it's not the brother, brother, brother okay.
1: game <laughs> Okay uh, This is what my source <laughs> said about Sandman He was so drunk that when my source went into the bathroom He assumed oh, no. he wanted An off- autograph He says I'll sign it if you're going to hold it up For me Oof. Nobody gets oh, the my joke God. They
3: say, what? I'll sign it if you hold it up for me
1: I'll Let's find draw. it if you hold it up for me.
3: Okay. Oh.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I was like, say, what? Hold oh, what
3: up for you? The, the picture to be autographed or your schlong? Your schlong. So okay. I'm not holding your man meat for no reason. So, Jesus.
4: <laughs>
3: no, there will be none
2: of
4: that oh. No
3: <laughs> Just
4: So no. That,
1: that was Sandman And uh, that's why he's never been back To the Illinois Valley since It was a wild oh, night
4: my god. Oh um, my
1: So we're going to get out of that But we're going to get into some other stuff
2: Yeah, oh god And I, and I actually yeah. I almost honey. I got stuff. really I almost really yeah, we got stuff. Oh my god, we got stuff. I don't I don't even I don't even know you all know, I mean we have to report this stuff because it is news and yes, we call ourselves journalists.
1: Oh yes, so the other thing that, that made my shit list. Up. So here's my shit list. Oh, no. here's, here's Here is here's my shit list is. for the night.
4: Shit list.
1: I have come to find out one of the supposed reasons, at least through some networking, of why the wrestling company in LaSalle is getting kicked out of their venue. And it was, it, it didn't even, I didn't ask for this information. It just got presented to me. This is all I'm going to say. And um, I believe it to be true based on who I know that they have that work there that are proud supporters of this. But we'll get into this in a minute. So supposedly another thing that is going on with this company is that their wrestlers are smoking pot in the building.
3: That is a no-no. Okay, no. okay. I'm, I'm a big old pothead, and sometimes I can be an inconsiderate pothead too, but come on. No, you know, not, not in, okay, never in somebody's house, no, never in somebody's venue and never in front of children or where children are going to be. No. Go out to the parking lot, go to your freaking car, have some edibles before you leave home. I don't give a shit. Don't bring it around the kids.
1: Well, the fact that they're doing it in the venue, let me say this much. You paying the venue or the promoter paying the venue $400 or $500 or we'll even call it $700 to rent the building for the night does not give you the right to smoke pot in their building for the same reason it doesn't give you the right to smoke cigarettes in their building. For the same reason it doesn't allow you to bring outside food or beverage or alcohol into the building. Nope. You
3: should be able to a water bottle. That pisses me off. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well, it's, but that's how the venue makes money. The yeah, wrestlers guess, can bring yeah. in water bottles. I can bring in bottles of water for my wrestlers, but that's it. They can't bring in energy drinks and stuff like that. I don't allow it. You want to buy, if you want something, buy it from the concession stand there. That's what it's there for.
3: Yeah, okay, I agree with making money, but don't be charging, especially for water. I don't give a fuck what you charge for Powerade or Gatorade. I really don't care because I'm not drinking it. I'm mostly drinking water, especially if you don't have air conditioning in your building, like that one school I went to for Smash. But, yeah, don't be charging me $3 for a bottle of water.
1: That's fucking outrageous, and I'd never pay it. Yeah. I charge my people. You would love love the prices I charge for concessions here. Well, I don't charge them. But this is what I tell people to charge. A dollar for a can of pop because you're not going to find... You you shut down the pop machines and vending machines in the venue. You put signs on them that says out of order. So they're not taking all your money and you're making more money at the concession stand. That's step number one. Step number two, your 12-ounce can of soda is a dollar. Your... Twenty ounce bottle of water is a dollar. That's it. Oh. Flat across the board. If they have alcohol, oh. I can't set those prices. But I can no. tell them what the pot needs to be and what the water needs to be because if it's any more than that, I was literally at a venue where a small soda and I'm talking small soda was like
4: uh
1: two fifty and it was mostly watered down.
3: Oh come on, especially if it's fountain pop. Yep, come on. Two
4: fifty for the
3: last venue I went to for. Okay, no, it was Greek Town. No, Smash had a hot venue. Greek Town had a hot venue too. But Smash got a, a nice air conditioned venue. You couldn't bring anything, and the only thing they were selling was burritos, and they wanted ten dollars for their fucking burrito pack. It's, you know, it's like they wanted for. They wanted ten dollars for a burrito, and then for like three or five different burritos, they wanted they wanted twenty bucks. And I'm just like, in this, and really? And then they won't let you leave the property to go to your go to your car and get food. You know, like, it's just come on now. It used to be a dance club. Fuck, it used to be cool.
1: Well, I I. I'm, I, I would say what's on my mind with that, but I'm going to have to type that to you because you, there would be some people that would uh, get offended. No. Say what you want.
3: It's has to do with the promotion. It has to do with the venue. The venues are there. The people at the venues
1: are dip. It's It's not the first venue I've heard of with issues. There are a lot yeah. of venues that I have dealt with around here that have issues. <clears throat> There is one that was taken over by some Mexicans, and it'll never be the same. And I don't mean that in any more derogatory way than what I said it. It will just never be oh, the that's same.
3: What we're going, that's what we're going on here. That's what that meant, what you said the chat. Um,
1: okay. You know, it, it's, it's just one of the things. The venue was sold to them, I believe, in 2002, and... Um, their way of repairing the roof, and this is where I'm going to wrap up on this, their way of repairing the roof was putting tar on the roof. Not legitimately going and fixing the roof the way it needed to be repaired, but putting tar on the roof and thinking that that was going to fix all the leaks. And then they'd turn around a year later or nine months later, and they'd have the same leaks. It's like, dude,
4: you'
1: you bought this venue, you're you're renting it out for the wrestling, you're renting it out for these Mexican dances, and you can't afford to put upgrades into the place, put tar on the roof. like it, it literally made no sense to me. And that's why the the two oh. venues that are most famous in LaSalle have gone to shit. Um, one, they never took care of From I, heard, I, I talked to my counselor today And I was talking to her about the venue That uh, the, the company is Leaving next month And she said it was Like that back in like the 80s Okay Now wrestling started there in 03 I remember the, the Distinctive smell of this venue I, I can still smell it If, I, oh, if no. I focus hard enough I can smell it Oh no um, I remember the smell. I know exactly what they're dealing with. There have been no upgrades done. Well, now they're kicking out wrestling and want to do a whole bunch of upgrades and not allow wrestling back in. They're supposedly putting in a new dance floor. From what I have been told, the basement in in that place, which we used to use as a locker room, is so bad, you can't even put anybody down there. It it can't be used as a locker room. It smells so bad.
3: Mold. Yep. old
1: uh, I mean it's it's sad but these are old buildings these are buildings that yeah. are, have been here for I, I long before I was born we'll just say that
4: you're a pop so <laughs> um
1: with that being said we're going to talk a little bit more about uh the newest well thing that's going around the big elephant in the room that I wanted to get to at the beginning of the show that we haven't gotten to yet, and that's James Ellsworth,
2: oh, God, which also involves Sabu as well. Oh my! Really? you well, got to talk more about Sabu.
3: Fine.
1: Well, we're we're. I'm trying to leave that son of a bitch's name out of my mouth, but it's it's not working. Um, oh
4: man!
1: So yeah, we, James Ellsworth what has been caught in multiple cases now. There's more than one girl yeah. that has come forward that has oh. said that oh, she's man. been underage and he sent her
3: Oh no naked chin. Oh pick. no. Oh no. Oh, Ellsworth. No. 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 Yes.
1: And then when yes. these girls came forward there was a the flood.
4: Oh, okay, one there at was a, a time.
1: When these girls came forward There was actually a flood of indie wrestlers Indie girl wrestlers That that had shared a oh, locker no. room With Ellsworth that said He's nothing but a big fucking creep That could be
3: another so, reason why he's not in the WWE anymore either
1: Probably Maybe
3: uh, like Kamala. Yeah I wouldn't work with him Kick him with if he well, he claims.
2: Like he claims. He claims. When he was the day he was cut, Carmella called him up and just let him vent until he was finished. Now, oh,
3: okay. So who knows?
2: You now, now whether now whether that's true or not, don't we don't know because Carmella herself has never said anything.
4: Yeah.
1: I uh, I don't know what to believe with yeah. this, but there's proof I'm that he's a one. creep, and there's proof that he sent this to a 16 year old girl. So,
3: so he's a CLD, creepy little bastard. CLD,
1: yes,
2: yes, oh. yes, and and at the same time, this one girl that he sent the, these videos to, Sabu, Terry Brunk, had sent her a message on. Snapchat saying that he thought she was cute.
1: Well, so much for him and Melissa. Oh, so yeah,
3: that, that doesn't mean anything. So what? She's cute. Yeah,
2: so well, uh, it's just, just no, listen, like no, 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 was creeping They're... on, on
3: her. was off. creeping on her. Okay, when you sit there and you say somebody's cute, it means about as much as when Clarissa said it. In Rudolph the Red, no, no, here, no, okay? no, it means no not,
2: to... not to... a 50 plus year old okay, man. You know, so what,
3: I don't know. Okay, you know what? I, it, my my stepfather's a 50 plus year old man. He, he, don't, he won't mean nothing by it, but I get what you're saying. He's a dirty old man. Has he acted upon yeah. it? I'm just being devil's advocate. Has he acted upon it? That's all let's, I'm
2: doing. Let's say, it, let's say it this way not yet. Well,
3: that doesn't and mean anything either. And the operative word. That doesn't...
2: Come on now. Anyways.
1: Alright, we're gonna keep this rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep mm-hmm. um, yeah. them
3: doggies rolling, 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 so rolling. the thing about it is, is, rolling, is
4: how you hard. know what?
3: Yeah.
1: Ellsworth is a creep. Yeah, we
3: know that. Total fucking creep.
1: And I don't know. who's
3: a Jagoff?
1: Stop, so, yeah, who's a jag-off.
3: I jagoff?
1: And those are your lessons for tonight. Well, uh a way to break Okay,
3: yeah. Jagoff, Snapperhead. Jesus, I feel like Andy Dice Clay was there like, Oh my God. At this
1: time, <laughs> I want to send our regards out to Marco Stunt, who was injured Friday night at an event on the West Coast.
2: Oh. Okay. Yes, at uh, Joey Janela's L.A. Confidential. Now, of course, Janella is uh, currently uh, recuperating from knee surgery himself. That's correct. And what happened was they did a spot on the floor where Marco took a Canadian destroyer. As he went uh-huh. over for the destroyer, they went through a table, and his right leg hit portion of the table that went upright, and it broke his leg. So much shit. So he had How? to he had to have like plate screws and all of that. Um, in fact he in fact he says he's now he's now a uh, he's a metal man. <laughs> Um, oh, and then oh, we'll, have to address. We'll, we'll get there Katie We'll get there Yes we'll get there Katie yeah. Trust me
3: um, You mean. know we that's uh, get there. Okay what, what, that, Alright I've had you guys Talking over each other And at the same time we Thank you
1: We're gonna get Boom. there Yep yeah. okay, um, Really
3: well, I ain't joking guys I'm talking over each other. Oh. sick of it You can't hear shit When you're talking over each other people cannot talk at once it does not work it does not happen on, on air it just goes and that's all you get okay <laughs> one at a time please don't make me
2: well let's uh, talk about uh, Cody Rhodes for a minute then guys um, and all of a sudden I've lost everybody I don't know where you are.
3: Okay. Okay. Should happen. All right. No. Back.
2: Okay. Okay. Now, let's...
3: All right. All right. Sean's there back.
2: We... Oh. Okay. Funny wow, Ranger. okay. So we've dropped out. Because okay. all, all of a sudden, that it Johnny was like knows. dead silence. I was like dead silence, and I'm like, wait a second. What just, what just happened? Because I'm looking at uh i'm looking at one of the uh one of the stories that uh we're planning on talking about and all of a sudden there was like this deathly silence um well i'll go ahead um also we're here. Uh, over, uh, over this weekend um cody rhodes posted up a little something on twitter and
4: uh
2: <clears throat> let's put it let's put it this way um Cody is a little upset because it seems Uh that uh, some of the people at the events that uh, he and Brandy have been working at have been coming up and hitting on members of their personal staff. Yes, Cody Cody and Brandy Rhodes are – that big of a deal that they actually have their own personal staff who go with them to events and assist them so Cody posted posted the following on Twitter he says dear wrestlers and people who pretend to do work that we allow backstage if you hit on a member of me or Brandy's staff we will find out you ain't slick So,
0: mm-hmm.
2: there you go. You hire you hire Cody and and or Brandy to uh, do an event for you. Um, heh, the staff is off limits, folks.
4: And well, that's like
2: that's like when
1: that's like when you bring your mom to a wrestling show. Mom's like do you really do you really want one of the workers going home with your mom?
3: That depends who it is, but if your mom's game, why not? No, Except man. Middle, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it depends on how the mom is, right? <laughs> hey, I'm I'm going to tell you.
2: Hey, hey. John, know, I'm going to tell, right, tell you right now. Back back in the day, Jimmy Blaze. Okay. I'm just kidding, folks. And that was driving me nuts. So, Sean, move the mic, please.
1: I've already moved the mic. I can't do anything about it.
3: I can educate. Keep talking.
2: Hold on. But. So. Anyway, so Jimmy Blaze, aka Firefighter Jim, you know, a few other monikers than that. Um, His mom used to. His mom was always at the shows. And that okay. sometimes his mom even would even come around uh, on uh, on practice nights and back and back at that day, his his mom was definitely definitely quite a looker. And that, <laughs> in fact, in fact, let's put it this way: there was actually a rumor floating around because at the time when I well first. Uh, when I, when I was uh, starting with Windy City, I was, in fact, a single man. I got married and divorced. Well, I got married during my time in Windy City, got divorced after I left. Um, but anyway, before, before I even met the woman I was married to at the time, during my tenure at Windy City, I used to you know, spend a lot of time with, uh, with Jimmy's mom, chit-chatting and that type of thing. And we got to be pretty chummy. In fact, like I say, to the point where the boys were sitting there kind of thinking that uh there was something going on between us to the point where I was gonna become get this, Sean, Firefighter Jim's stepdad. <laughs> and Sean's muted so he's so if he's laughing I can't hear him laugh because he's trying to make sure that he he doesn't come on, and I start echoing again. Oh,
3: <laughs> that. Sean, get on here. Sean, get in. We need you. Oh my. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes.
1: That would so have been, uh, That would have not yeah. been good.
3: No, not at
2: all. Not at all. Not at you, all. Would have been,
1: you would have been Papa Blaze. Uh
2: uh-huh. Well, at that time, at that time, it would have been. It would have been uh, Papa Firefighter. Um, or uh, Papa Black Iron. That was another gimmick that he used at the time. Yeah, Black Iron. It was. He was in a hood, completely in black, Sorry. except the name in white letters, and that. Oh my. And he'd start. he start walking into the ring, and then he would he would get down on his belly like a snake and crawl the rest of the way to the ring. Oh my! Really, it was really, it was a really weird gimmick.
3: And, and um, brilliant at the same time, if you think about it. Uh, yeah. yeah, Because for exactly. for someone to commit to that, going down on your belly like that, depending on how we're doing it, and I'm trying to, yeah, it's a lot of um, core strength. Let's just say that. And up and upper body, and and then your hips, and then your knees, and then everything. Oh my, yeah. Using everything. I do yeah. not envy him. I do not envy his gimmick. No. I do not like creatives. Right. <laughs> yeah, All in right. Yeah. All right. Well, bad. we're going
1: to take our break and we'll be back. Goodbye. All right.
3: Are you asshole. And everybody um, who has called in, you don't need to refresh your calls because, well, you dropped and you called back in, so you're good for the rest of the show, pretty much. Uh, oh, if you feel you need yeah, if you feel you if you feel you need that you have to refresh, refresh. Okay, let us go. All right, Sean, you got it.
1: Back and that was worth fighting for by Stone Broken. And we are I back, like and that. we are going to talk about. Uh, I think we've covered pretty much all the news that we can cover.
2: Well, uh, are you are you trying to are you trying are you to sure? uh, hold? Are you trying to hold off on uh, the other just in case we eat it tomorrow?
1: Uh, uh, what other news? Well,
2: well, bada-boom. Oh,
3: real well, yeah. We can, we can go realest, ahead
2: and cover
3: realest
1: jerk, The
2: realest jerk in the room. The realest
1: douche in the room. The realest yeah. douche canoe in the room. Um uh, he
2: ain't no
3: douche. No, he ain't a
1: douche canoe. He's a douche novel. Okay? The, bi- the biggest <laughs> douche... Nozzle in the room, and Zoe Amore showed up at Survivor Series and caused the scene and, and was escorted out. Wait a
2: second, wait a second. Hold on, hold oh, on. It well, bag. before that. It starts well before that. Well, tell uh, me
3: everything.
2: Okay. Because
3: I only saw it, well. actually, it,
2: was posted. It, actually starts, it actually starts off on Thursday before. Survivor Series. Enzo, Eric Arndt, is his real name, um, and that's what I'm going to use. I'm not going to use the moniker that he calls himself by. I am not going to use the WWE trademark name. No. Okay? Anyway. He doesn't deserve any of them. Well, Arndt was, Arndt was on an airplane, and I am guessing that it was his, on his way to LA and he was vaping on the plane you you what? are not allowed yes you are not vaping not allowed yeah you're not allowed to vape on an airplane and it's the same as smoking he, and he right exactly and he would not stop so he was escorted off Of the plane so that is incident number one okay then of course number two comes Sunday at Survivor Series and in fact in fact guys the reason that I even knew that this had happened was Sean get this our good friend Jay Washington was the one who posted on his Twitter, which was connected to his Facebook. And he was there and so it's he's like, holy bleep, Enzo Amore just, just got shit. kicked out of the Survivor Series. And... Yeah. Cause this, what he showed... He, origi- he, he came he in with... He came in in... A gray over the head hood and, mm-hmm. um, and what
3: exactly what are you doing again like we can I, you can barely hear you no, on the video no, so well, mess okay here, here's here's
2: what here's what okay here's what goes here's what goes down all right um, so he's he's sitting there, basically got his head covered, and that although mm-hmm. somebody. Snapped a picture, realized it was him, and and blew it and blew it up to show his face where it was between the ropes, and that. Yeah. But then, during the tag team match between AOP and the Bar, I'm actually surprised that this did not actually happen prior to it um, during the women's Survivor Series match because of course uh, oh every everybody knows that uh he and, he and um and are are were once were once nine of Until each gone her strip now um, I'm sorry, but if you've got, but if you've got Liv Morgan, wait, mm-hmm. uh, no, uh, I, I, I don't need, I don't need no special text. come on. But you know, but anyway, he actually, he started to act up, he, had, with when the tag match started between AOP and the bar. So, okay. So he takes off his hoodie, shirt mm-hmm. sure that says, I'll fine, and he starts doing his ring stick. His what? And that. His ring stick. Okay. Okay. And that. He actually, in fact, he actually held up a quote unquote championship belt that looks like he well looks like something he put together out of pieces he found in the dumpster that he's probably living in oh. right now. Oh. And that. And 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 then and like I think just doing his old duck ducky ring stick while he is standing on top of the side chair.
3: Oh my God
2: yeah, there's video of this, folks, and I'm sure if you if you sit there and you go and you um you know, type that that name Survivor Series, mm-hmm. you'll you'll find you'll find you'll find a, at least a dozen links to the video. Oh yeah. Where he's where he's where he's doing the shtick, and then proceeds to get tackled by security. And taking mm-hmm. out, and of course, and of course, uh, which social media ripped on him because the fact that uh, since he got escorted out, he didn't get to he didn't get to take his ringside chair with him. Nope, and that's what and you're there, allowed to and do. Pay for and that there, seat. And, right, right, and there and, and there's more to that which I'll which I'll get into in a minute, and that. Yeah. There was an unfortunate uh, situation as a result of that, which was that there was, that a young lady who was in that room got injured when security tackled him. Now she tried, she tried to, she tried to, you know, stay and continue to watch, but the pain was actually too much. She wound up. Uh, they wound up taking her out of the of uh, the Staples Center on a stretcher.
3: Oh my God.
2: Okay. So now we go. So now we go on. We go on further. Um, now, so uh, somebody who's actually been on this show, JTG of Primetime, was also there. <clears throat> he posted the picture on Instagram and holding one of the you know, folded commemorative ring side chairs says says to him I think you left this I'll bring it I'll bring it to you, I'll bring it to you at your performance at the Whiskey of Gogo tonight and yes, last night last night he was at the Whiskey of Gogo yep okay uh, what a danger he's supposed to be yeah, it was, it's you know, I mean, this was a this was a uh, gig that was uh, open to the public. Now the mm-hmm. Whisky Go is one of the most famous um, rock clubs in Los Angeles. Even I,
3: I everybody knows what the what, the, what the whiskey is. Even I know what the whiskey is. Okay. Right.
2: Right. Go music. Rock music. music. Performed there in the early years. Mm-hmm. The Grateful Dead, Elton John. Everybody that has gone on to become somebody in the music industry, right? In their in their early years, played White the whiskey zombie. and go go. Yeah, Rob uh, Zombie, which yeah. later turned into Rob Zombie, just Rob Zombie. Yeah. Right, right. I mean, mm-hmm. now the now the now the venue itself holds probably mm, a couple hundred people. Okay. You know how mm-hmm. many were there were there last night for his performance? I don't know. About uh, thirty five. Hey man. Even Elias
3: got more people than that.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Elias got more people in a in a little uh, in a little uh, hole in the wall in New Orleans.
3: Mm hmm.
2: So um so during during the concert, apparently he does he, he start he started this ad lib thing where he asked for a beat. He starts rapping about peeing in the snow, and then suddenly he starts popping out the N word. Okay. okay. And apparently during yeah he started, you know, this, during this, perform- during this part of it, he did simulated to The microphone.
3: Oh my God. He's lost
2: his mind. Yeah. Instead, instead of realist one in the room, sickest one in the room.
3: It's not. It's not, it's not even that. It's got nothing to do with being sick. He, he's being pathetic. He's
2: he's being disgusting. Right. Nobody really
3: wants to see that. Wait Yeah. You're degrading your own self and making yourself look like an idiot and it doesn't matter how how much you feel you you're allowed to, and I'm saying this to any 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 white rapper or anyone who's white and listens to rap, or I don't even care how many black people you hang around, okay? It is never okay for you to say the N word. Never. Never, never, never. Don't give me this shit, oh my, my homeboys, my this, my that. They don't want you saying it either. Okay? If you're going to be singing this song, at least have the, the dignity and respect to change that word to something else I do. Okay? Like, in, you can have whatever you like as one of my favorite songs. And, yeah, I change the word when I sing it. Do it. Right. Come on, man. Don't be that white idiot. What
2: yeah. fucking guy. Yeah. Right, Exactly. So, it's okay, not okay.
3: No, I don't care how close you are with your homies. Okay, they don't even tell you it's not okay for you to say it. It's never okay for you to say it. Never, exactly. never mind. Fine. N word. Don't be saying my N word or nothing to them. Okay, because yeah, yeah. Right. that's
4: what
2: happens. Right. Okay. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Now, um, the part about the former <laughs> WCW champion. <laughs> 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 God, I've got a puke here. Please um, we talked we talked about we talked about uh, about Marco Stunt getting his leg broke uh, during LA confidential on Friday night. Well there was another big match on that card. Um, Nick Gage who is In fact, I guess in real life, an ex con turned wrestler had competed in a death match, and his opponent was. And this echo was killing me. Uh, I hear it too. I don't know. And his opponent was none other than. David Arquette. I love you,
3: Sean, but I'm muting you. (laughs) Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, David Arquette. Yeah, I saw about that, too. Tell me exactly what happened because I didn't really get, you know, exactly what happened. Like, I know he was in a match and stuff and all that good junk there. I saw bits and pieces of what happened.
2: Right, right. Well, I mean, we're talking, it was, I mean, this was, this was, this was not Hardcore This was Juggalo Type stuff The stuff that oh, we on, have seen here On on these on, on, the, on these airwaves And we have Gone on Rants against I mean we're talking This thing involved Barbed wire Chairs Fluorescent light tubes And so, um, so cat got cut, got cut up so bad he was losing a lot of blood that he actually freaked out, no sold the finish, it basically turned into a shoot, he walked off, um, and actually physically needed to be calmed down, um... He went on Twitter, in fact, I actually saw him uh, on Extra TV, and he said, turns out death matches aren't my thing, and then um, had a picture taken uh, He well, of, of his back, which uh, had a bunch of scars on it and that. Um, and on his back is it is a uh is a double tattoo. It's uh Randy Savage and Elizabeth. Oh. Um, and it's uh and and uh and a little bit and a little bit of the and one of the scars um runs down like it's coming down from her eye and it says thank you to all the fans for your love. I'm I'm stitched up, Miss Elizabeth is crying. Oh yeah, because uh, so, cause apparently in some of this stuff, uh, Mark Ramondi, who's a uh, reporter for uh, ringsidenews.com, uh, said at one point Arquette got really messed up. He was bleeding bad and no sold to finish. Definitely turned into a shoot. Arquette came back out all bloody and yelled something at Gage while he was cutting a promo. <laughs> Arquette took a pizza cutter to the head at one point.
3: Yeah. Oh man. Oh geez. Yeah.
2: And and uh and like I say and then L and then here's okay. Oh, okay, so there we go. There's a there's a spot. Um our cat actually delivers a diamond cutter to Cage through the light tubes that were um resting on two chairs. Yes. I mean this I mean this It was a death is, match this is, is,
1: and this is yeah. this is the thing. Everybody wants to
2: uh. And right. And and then and then there's a and then they and then there's a video of another spot with uh Gage smashing our kid over the head with a with a light tube, um and that. I'm I'm kinda I'm oh, kinda God. looking at uh a video as as I'm talking here. Um Arquette, oh my god, Arquette doing the uh, uh cannonball to gauge and at this point he's at this point he's already he's already a bloody mess and that. Of course uh, he is. yeah. In fact like I say I, I actually I saw him um you know on uh on uh, extra TV um, just the other day, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but the guy, the guy looks like crap right now. Well, I'm, guess who's He's, the, who's he's the, lost so much. He's lost so much blood that his face is pretty much ash and white. While his body tries to build back up the back up his uh, red blood cells. Right. And yeah oh, wow. and, 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 and I mean and the and the marks in that on him, on his head, on his face, on his neck are very visible, very bad looking.
1: Well not only that, but um you know, everybody wants to do this death of match wrestling and yeah, E C dub, E C dub, no, 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 no. No. Bad for business. You're not going to get sponsors like that and keep them. You know, we saw uh, TLC is brought to us by K Jewelers. Who would have thought in 1995 K Jewelers would have had anything to do with the WWE in the year 2018? Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's the truth of the matter. You go back and look at some of what those early pay-per-views were presented by. They were presented by children's toys.
2: Yep. Oh yeah. Titan
1: Now they're presented by K Jewelers. Right. Big difference.
2: Well. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Well, and of course, but of course, at, the, at those in those days, those toys were uh, not very accurate. Uh, replications. Of the of the wrestlers, I remember oh, okay. very well, very well on my TV show at the time, um, going off about the uh, Jeff Jarrett figure, who had sh- wearing a shirt that said "Don't make me mad," which of course was not what was on the shirt that Jeff Jarrett wore to the ring. No, to Jeff here, or to the ring said, Don't bleep me off.
3: Don't piss me off. Yep. Well, I understand you gotta clean things up, but there's things you can do to the shirt and still you can still keep the P and take out the I and leave the S's or take out leave the P and take the rest out with stars, whatever you wanted to do. You could have done well, that. Well, it's a same Asterisk it's the is, reason that spine, the Elvis
1: figure that came with head was pulled from the shelves.
3: Oh, why did it say help me on it?
2: Well do no, you because, remember the
1: controversy because, behind that?
2: Because, well, because, of course, uh, I heard it was because the, the ECW well, well, it did, but the ECW yeah. thing his. His uh, little entrance was, and his WWE entrance also was, what does everybody want?
4: Head. head.
2: What does everybody need? Head. What does everybody love? Head. There you go.
4: See. And it was a,
3: it was a, it was, it was a hairdressing mannequin head. That's all it was. only... You know, like, right. don't want to make it into anything else. And shit, but I bet somebody got offended, so, of course.
2: Yeah, and, yeah. and that was the thing. And he you know, and he actually never um did anything obscene with it.
3: No, he didn't. He, he made it headbang just like any other rocker. That's all he did with it.
2: Or he... Or he would or he would talk to it. Yeah, or listen to it. Alright.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: We're gonna get going. It. Um yeah, just like uh, Paris that, oh, they're oh well, they're finally oh they're finally reporting the uh, buy numbers for uh all in. Um pay per view buys about twenty thousand folks.
3: That's freaking incredible. Okay. I don't mean it to is. cut you off. Makes that not sound impressive or anything, but on to the next
1: yes we are we are going to cover at least n x t here tonight and save yeah. the rest for yeah. tomorrow or yeah. something like that
2: yeah. the only the only the only show out of the last four days that was that was worth it
1: um, war games it. war over. games uh takeover well, games.
2: Yeah. yeah i mean well actually actually realistically it starts at the uh, at the pre-show I
3: thought... yeah
2: because during because because during the pre-show um they were they they had a they had a bit going where they were interviewing um, Matt Riddle, mm-hmm. and of course, and I can't course, take uh, him seriously.
3: I can't take him seriously. <laughs> I can't. I, the, his hair, his 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 baby boy face, his attire. I I I just can't take him seriously. He's two. Also, very one two three kids. That's I understand. He's highly trained and everything else, but.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, hey, yeah. he's a... He's high I understand. Overly. I know.
3: Yes. I understand. I understand this. But I just can't... His look doesn't... You know, he's a joke. And come, coming out... I don't know if he was... If he realizes that... It, <laughs> he's coming out looking like Bruce Lee or if he's coming out looking like frickin' um, Uma Thurman from Kill Bill. You know, like I it shouldn't you know just yeah. <sighs>
1: um it <laughs> it was uh definitely something. Yeah,
2: yeah. But yeah. So so Matt so during that Matt Riddle comes out and um you know, he's he's starting to do he's starting to do an interview. Um with the with uh the with the uh, crew and that uh which
4: mm-hmm.
2: at that point was uh Charlie Caruso, um Booker T um, I think Sam Roberts was there and David Atunga. Yeah. And so he's so he's talking and all of a sudden I out of is Ono, aka Chris Hero and starts talking about how yeah. how the bro makes him sick and all of that mm-hmm. and it says hey next week we will um oh um we'll well we'll go ahead and we'll um have we'll have the uh you yeah, know we'll we'll be on we'll, we'll see each other wednesday on nxt which of course yeah pre taped and that um but then, um, but then what happened was all of a sudden, before what was supposed to be the first match, out comes Matt Riddle and his gear, mm-hmm. and he starts and he starts and he starts doing his thing and he calls Cassius Ono out. And Cassius Ono uh, has has here amazingly. And he comes out and says, Okay, fine, let's do this. Ring the bell, boom, kick to the head, down one, two, three. Yep. So Real Cassius Ono So Cassius Ono now has the distinction of lasting less time in a match than Honky Tonk Man versus Ultimate Warrior and Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan combined. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. So, um... now, now according, now according to what I'm reading here, though, uh, apparently um, there, there was actually a script, whether this was a real script or a false script. This was uh, posted up on Reddit, and this is one that uh, um, Tommaso Champa threw at Mauro Ranallo during his little tirade. Out on the floor Saturday night, and we'll get into that match in a moment. Um, but uh, supposedly that match was actually scheduled to go eighteen minutes. Supposedly, I actually, hmm. I actually, I actually like the eight seconds because I think, I think it's, I think it's great. It uh, puts new talent over, and that. Which gives him another rub because uh, because he because um, Dana White told him when he fired him that he was never going to amount to anything outside of the UFC so so Matt riddle with it, with the with the NXT signing with with him. Getting a cameo with the crowd at the at the previous pay per view, all of these things that have that has happened, he has actually used on social media as little digs at Dana White, and said, "Hey, yeah, fire me was the best thing you could have done. I'm doing better. I'm doing better now than I ever could have done in the UFC."
1: Eight seconds. That's Nash versus Backlund all over again. Mm. Yeah.
2: <laughs> all right. Very so that, disgusting.
1: That's and that.
2: Apparently, and apparently according to what they're saying, guys, on the on the scripts, um the commentary team does not know the finishes. Oh shit. So yeah, so so so, everything that happens with Moro and the guys is completely off the cuff, on the fly, which just shows you how stinking brilliant of a commentator Moro Ronaldo is. And if, and if you have not seen his documentary, Bipolar Rock and Roller, watch it. Some way, somehow, find it. Because, folks, you need to see what this man has gone through in life and what he battles on a daily basis just to be able to do the jobs that he does. Moral Ronello. Okay. Because, remember, not only does he do NXT, He also does Showtime boxing. He also um, he also does uh, MMA for Access TV.
4: Yes. All right.
2: He he does. He does. Lot of stuff battling a disease that is very debilitating.
3: Okay, I'll say I, I can I can totally I can totally say that you are correct and everything that you were saying is correct and I can also add this. Not many people have heard, but um, it's, it's not even a happy news. Um, bipolar has been put on the spectrum, the same spectrum as autism and Asperger's and other de- 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 development- de- developmental um, brain. I, I can't even say the right word, I guess, occurrences. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's it's sad. It's sad that he has to deal with this. It really is.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. enough
1: about that and more on NXT. Um, NXT Women's Championship, two out of three falls match. Shayna Baszler, oh, Kari that, Sane.
2: That, that was freaking that that amazing.
3: Yes. oh my god i love I love you, Kyrie you put up an oh my God, you put up an amazing fight, oh my God, I love that woman. I really do. She just shows that she can she can go with the best of them, and her appearance says nothing about her okay she she looks like this little just this little pirate girl that you're going to be able to throw around and break in her ass like a toothpick
2: no <laughs> no no that she is she is one she is one tough customer. And to be yeah. able to, um, to keep, um, keep pace with Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Oh, I mean that's that's some that's some that's that's amazing. more than you think. Right. Oh, you know, and of course now of course uh, we had uh, the other. Um, Two thirds, two thirds of the horsewomen out there, um, with Basler, but it was, you know, but it was still, it was. I mean, you know, uh, I mean, gosh, I mean, holy, holy cow, I holy mean, Hannah.
3: How about you say that, holy Hannah? <laughs>
2: There's one for you, my little hey, holy honey. Hannah. Insane elbow for the second fall, but then Baszler taking the insane elbow and then <clears throat> reversing it into a, into a roll up to get the to get the final fall and the win. Oh my gosh! You now <clears throat> that was some beautiful stuff right there. Incredibly. And that.
1: And from yeah. there we go into Alistair back against Johnny Gargano.
2: And folks, if you did not if you did not comprehend Johnny sick. Gargano's ring gear Saturday night, then mm-hmm. you're I'm either sure. you're either you're either not a comic book fan or you hadn't been paying attention to the news in the last week. Because Gargano pulled this Punk version of a Punisher logo on his jacket. Uh huh, I love On it. his on his right knee pad, and also on the back of his trunks, which also had the Johnny name in the red rectangle, looking like the Marvel logo. So, yep. so kudos kudos to Johnny for. Um, for for paying tribute to Stan Lee like this, um, kudos to the costuming department at WWE, who put who who put this together, and obviously short order because I'm sure that this was not his original ring gear plan, and that, but oh my gosh, I mean seriously, guys the the stiff shots in this in this match i mean the the spinning fists the knees wow i mean there was i mean this thing was seriously brutal i mean to the point almost where i would were i would i would compare it to a lucha underground match damn as far, as, far, as far as how stiff the shots were got to agree night. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, and I just I I ab- I absolutely I absolutely loved. It. I mean, let's put it this way. Normally on a pay per view, I will be on Twitter and I will and I will comment during stuff. This, well, I mean, it started off with the women's title match from. The early points of the women's title match on through the night, I was so I was so enthralled that I was nowhere near social media. I was I was glued I was glued to that TV. So a and hard then, hitting yeah.
1: contest ends with Alistair Black defeating Johnny Gargano and with it was a hell of a contest. Matt. Then, we get this. The dream has no memory of that.
4: Yeah. The uh,
1: Velveteen yeah. Dream, baby. Enters uh, in a Hollywood style. A tenacious dream brings the fight to Champa. Champa mm-hmm. dunks the dream well, a prodigy. That-
2: well, let's okay. Let's talk. Let's talk about the dreams gear first, okay? We've got to talk about the dreams gear, okay? Yeah. Just remember, this is the guy who at NXT tape for Chicago had a pair of purple tights that on the back <clears throat> said, "Bring me up, bring me up. Now. Bring me up. He, now previously <laughs> now previously now you have now you have to understand the history because now previously um, on another takeover he had done the he had done the red and yellow with the bow of the whole nine yards. And there's and there's actually a reasoning behind this. Okay. Dream was on the last season of Tough Enough.
1: That's correct.
2: One of the judges Yes. One of the judges was Hulk Hogan. Oh, Hulk, Hulk Hogan ripped him apart and said basically that he would never amount to anything in this business. And then, and then, um, gave him the boot. About a week later, the Gawker story broke, and Hogan was gone. So, Dream has made made it a, a little bit of a thing to where he can troll Hulk Hogan like. Yeah, you didn't think I was gonna to amount to anything, huh, old man? Well, look at this. So, previous one, oh. he had come out with the red and with the red and yellow, and Dream Mania on the shirt and everything, and he did the ripping the shirt and all this stuff.
3: <sighs> Saturday okay.
2: night. Don't tell Dream. Don't tell Dream. He can't. Right. Saturday night. Dream came out as a dead replica of WCW version NWO Hogan.
0: Yes, oh, dear.
2: Yes, he did. Yes, he with, did. The, with the with the black with the black headband with velveteen on it, the black and white boa, his shirt having the letters OBA. And underneath it, it said "Dream over," which of course mm-hmm. uh, anybody anybody who anybody who uh, at least understands a little bit of the term of our industry knows what that means. Uh, had the had the had the black type white boots with purple white flowing down the legs of the tights and the boots. He had the weight belt with dream on the back of it. And also on and also on the outside of the right food he had his he had his face on it. It was I mean, he nailed the Hogan stuff. And I mean, he nailed it to the nth detail. And got and he got a lot and he got a lot of kudos on social media for that. You know, people were saying this this kid gets it, this kid understands the business, and that. Yes. Uh, He's the yeah.
1: velveteen dream baby, but in the end, he would come up short to Tommaso Ciampa. After yep. Tommaso yep. would just yep. brutalize the poor kid.
2: Yep. Yeah. Ciampa. Okay. And this is the thing, all right? All right. Chapa uses the belt to get over, and he does well with that. He does very well with that. Patrick Clark, Velveteen Dream, shows that he doesn't need a belt. He doesn't need to win the super big matches. To be over with the crowd because he is he is straight up over no matter what he does, and then oh my god, war games, war games, war games, I mean. Yeah. You know, um so um so we start so um
1: We then get into war games.
4: Right. So that, it. that yeah. Was, yeah, so, was yeah, I'm a match a half. Right, what? right. I don't know. Starts- I
1: I tend to think that the way that uh, MLW does war games is a little bit more traditional than what Vince's redubbed war games on on the grander scheme of things.
3: Well, what it was for what it was, I liked it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not
1: going
3: to be uh, scaffold matches. Are you expecting scaffold matches again? What? No.
1: The original uh, war that... games cage had a had a. Uh, if you go back and look on the network, it had a lid on it. I'll shoot. I'll YouTube you some yeah. footage from the original was, war games like, later.
2: It was. Let's put this way, Katie. It was like it was like a short version of Hell in a Cell. Yes. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Very because, because I mean because I mean they're you know, um because uh, because one of the more famous uh, war games. Sid Vicious takes the uh, the late great Brian Pillman and keeps slamming him into the top of the cage. Yeah. Well,
3: the times the times they are a changing. I don't know what to say to you about it.
1: It, it would ju- well the rules were a little different too, uh, yes, just what a I'm little saying. bit.
3: That's
2: exactly what I just said. Times are changing. Um, so it was easy. it
1: was good, but. Um,
2: you have both. You have both teams actually out on the floor, and then you know at the at the at the uh, you know um, at the five-minute intervals, a guy from you know one guy would come in, and that, and then it would be you know a two-on-one for a few minutes until the guy from the other side would come in, even it up. Just just basically like what you saw there Saturday night, except again. Oh, it was the the uh cage thing was more like a cell, and in fact actually and here's another thing guys um the n w a they did not have that um steel uh, i guess you i guess you kind of call it a uh, a brace between the two rings
4: the two no. rings
2: were both were both uh just you know, freestanding, um, right uh, right next to each other. There, so there If you was go back and
1: look at it, one year uh, Terry Funk got stuck in between the two rings.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's god. That's right. That's right. So um, yeah. So so You start off with uh, with um, Ricochet and and uh, and Cole. Um, Adam Cole, yeah. baby. Then o- then O'Reilly joins in. Then. Um, then when it's time, when it's time for the faces to go, um, it looks like Pete Dunn's going to go, but Hanson shoves him back, and then proceeds to go in. And I mean, yo, know, Hanson! Oh my God! I'm I am I am praying for the day. The War Raiders are called up. I want them on the SmackDown roster. I love them. Because I love them. Because but. I to see War Raiders versus Sanity. I want to see Hansen squaring off against Killian Dane.
3: Oh yeah.
2: I love Killian Dame. I mean Okay. Two, I love this guy. Giant bulls in a China shop. Mm-hmm would be so freaking awesome.
1: It'd be yeah. sweet. That
2: yeah. would. That would so, so well, then so uh, then you get
3: some, some more Raiders too though.
2: Right. So then you get mm-hmm. so then you get uh, so then you get uh, strong coming in and that and then and then you get and then you get row. Then. When it comes time for Bobby Fish, then Bobby Fish goes over to the cage where Pete Dunn, who, by the way, congratulations, he's a brand-new daddy, um, is still in there, proceeds to attack him, smashed his arm, and then proceeds to put the lock to their cage on the baby face's cage, takes right. the key and throws it into the crowd. Yeah.
3: But John has no way.
2: Right. Right. Mm hmm. So you, so you, so now you get, the, you get all of the undisputed era, and and you got Ricochet and the War Raiders, and the, the time comes for Dunn to get in, and of course Dunn can't get out of the cage to nope. get in no because they got a chain around with the padlock from the Undisputed Era's cage. So, finally, after a few minutes, at which time the Undisputed Era is just whaling the War Raiders and Ricochet, somebody finally manages to find a pair of bolt cutters somewhere, and it still takes them a major effort to actually cut take, the chain. Yeah, it still takes them a minute. So that Dunn can finally get out and get going. And Dunn is the one who brings the toys in. Dunn tosses the kendo in.
3: Dunn tosses
2: the 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 garbage cans in. Garbage cans in. Oh,
3: look at this. Look at this. Here's a table. Let's toss that in, too. Ooh, chairs. Ooh, toys!
2: Here's another table. Eight chairs. All right, let's bring in another bloody table. So, I um, fucking love him, huh? and I and I, th- and I think my probably my favorite point in the entire match is the point where four <laughs> of them are in one ring. No, the baby the baby faces are in the left ring, undisputed ear are in the right ring. And converge in they're middle. like, come on, come on! Yeah, they finally they they get they get to the middle, and then they just start beating the crap out of each other.
3: Stop. This is just a free
2: and, for all. Let's go. Yeah. Okay. So, mm. Yeah. And Dunn, okay, Dunn doesn't throw <laughs> a four fifty. Dunn did a freaking seven twenty. I I'm still I'm I'm gonna have to sit I'm gonna have to sit back and I'm 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 kicking myself up so much thinking about it again that I think I may just sit around and watch it again tomorrow just because I want to watch that, that match again.
3: That was pretty sick.
2: Oh, it was it was, and of course uh, Ricochet's finish off the top of the cage. Oh, I mean beauty. I mean, I'm sorry, Jimmy. God yeah, love you. I I love you, brother. I miss you. But Ricochet took your title as King of the Cage away on Saturday night. Sorry, dude. Yep. Just incredible. Yep.
3: <laughs> just a the
2: show, show, Yeah. And then I like that as well. Show the end the where song, it's just incredible, Ricochet. And done. Climb up to the top of the cage. Ricochet holding up the North American title excuse me. And done like he normally does. Having the UK title in his mouth and oh, the fists on either side of his face and that. I do love I do love that I do love that image. That yeah. That's a that's a that's a that's a great one. That's a great I, one. So. You know what? He keeps,
3: but he keeps doing that. That way of the boat, man.
2: <laughs>
3: I'm just afraid one of these days he's gonna chip a tooth. I swear. <laughs> you know, and it just, especially. You know, I understand he holds it up and everything, but at one point he wasn't holding it up, but he was just using pure teeth, and it's just like, ah, what are you doing? When you see his teeth, and it's like it's still not okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah. Oh, uh, but, I mean...
3: I, but, yeah, that's what makes Pete Dunn, Pete Dunn. He's, he's off the cuff, fly by the seat of his pants. Not not happy unless his head's on fire in the ring. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, exactly. You're you're absolutely you're absolutely so, right, Katie. I mean, I just I love I love the guy. I just I just
3: yeah. He's incredible.
2: Absolutely. He is. He's 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 an amazing young performer, and mm-hmm. that I just I just. You know, i love i love what he does when he's you know when he's out there i mean his his talents are just are just are just unmatched oh. uh, i mean i mean Indeed, you know, he, i will agree yeah i mean definitely he oh you know, shows off a a toughness, a roughness and that. So you know, I mean he basically he plays like the working class guy. And it's just and and it yeah. and you know, I mean he start, you know he started out as a Right, exactly. Oh now you get now you got me thinking of that one.
3: Yeah. Jesus yeah, no, the whole song's playing in my head. Don't no, say okay, the the whole song's playing in my head. It's okay.
2: <laughs> see? see, see, no, you say I do it to you, you just did it to me. So You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I did it to myself too, so it's all good.
2: <laughs> it really well, is helping. I mean, hey. You could you could have you could have come up with something worse. So I'll let this I'll I'll let I'll let this go. Oh.
3: Hey man, I could I could have I could have done I could have done the whole verse in spoken word, okay, and then totally fucked
4: you. Up. <laughs> oh. Or. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that that would okay. have would have not been that would have not been cool either. Yeah, okay. It's on my.
3: I have nothing. It's on my playlist. I have nothing to say. So.
4: <laughs> I,
3: I love. I love that man. You both know how much I love Dusty. I loved him so much. It was everything I had. He was just incredible, and he could do anything. And um, you know, to see to see NXT, you know, he had his hands deep into in NXT, and to see everybody that he mentored, just this, you know, especially Valentina Dream too. And anybody who he pushed to be doing well now, you know, it's just you almost feel Dusty smiling when you watch. Do you know what I mean?
2: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I mean Dream. Well, Dream. I mean Dream. Yeah. Dream did all the Hogan, all the Hogan standbys. I mean,
4: yeah. the cup
2: in the ear, yeah. the you know, the the finger, the finger pointing, yeah. the. The, the big boot, the leg drop, all of that. I mean, he he yeah. he went into that 110. percent I mean, you know, I'm I'm sure if Dusty could see it from, you know, wherever he is out in the he's watching. He'd, he'd, be, he'd be he'd be he'd be sitting he'd be sitting there going, that's my boy, that's my boy. I, I my love that kid. I we I have. <laughs> I help. I help, get, I help get him going like this, if you will. If you
4: will.
2: Oh, I love
3: that. You don't if you
4: care. will.
3: You can't do it, so stop.
4: If you will. There'll stump
2: never be another Dusty. On. Oh, a no. There'll be another two. Absolutely, Absolutely not. He's,
4: he's funky. He's nasty. Stop. 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 Just, just stop. Just, just, yeah, just oh. Ow. I'm
3: trying not to cry here. and You're not fucking helping.
4: Okay? Just stop. <laughs> oh. 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 All you know right, well, I we have five minutes
1: left, so we're going to take it home. Last, uh, last minute thoughts on, uh, TakeOver.
2: Putting the Incredible. main pay per views to shame.
3: Incredible. I um I can honestly say my, my inbox was blowing up and um especially with one of my friends and which and I even said it with the boys, I said, How how are they gonna stop this? How are they gonna stop this tomorrow night? They're not gonna be able to.
4: They right. yeah, it
3: was it was a good And day We'll talk, and we'll talk about that yeah tomorrow. But the pay-per-view was, I will say, better than I thought it was going to be, but TakeOver was just uh, breathtaking and just, oh, my God, blow for blow, incredible. Just incredible. There's not much more I can say about it but that. <laughs>
2: yeah, but, uh, you got to guarantee, like, Triple H, without a doubt, like, he always wins. And I, without a doubt. Think,
3: Eat your you microphone think if like you have to. I
4: can't.
3: Put your microphone yeah. right close to your mouth, honey. I can barely hear
4: you up, man. Yeah. You
2: hear he me goes. now? I can hear you now. You hear me now? I can yep. hear you now. <laughs> yeah. I mean, without a doubt, Triple H, without doubt, knows how to give us something like a WrestleMania because it's like every time, Vince, can you top this because of the booking poorly and when going the election? Triple H, every single time, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Survivor Series week, Running the Bank week, he always tops every single thing because it's like we always say. Without him, he knows how to book tremendously. Hands yeah. down, I do have to say this definitely exceeded expectations. NXT lately has
4: been putting the main stuff to shame, and
0: to think oh, this I was
4: once just the
2: to think this was once just the developmental territory. Now it's pretty much full blown into its own entity. It's practically a yeah. third brand now. Yeah, you're absolutely you're absolutely correct on that, Billy. Um, it's, it has, I'm it say has it's turned into thing. Right. Right. It has turned into its own promotion, basically. It is and you know what else is <laughs> great about two thousand eighteen like who did Johnny Gazal pick? Again, he you anyway. Hey, you
3: sound like shit, okay. Uh,
2: I don't know, because
3: you, you, you I can barely hear you, Johnny. So I don't know. Yeah. What, yeah. Either it's your connection or something But you're cutting in and out A little bit Yeah don't worry about it honey Okay we're almost done You don't have to to put up with it much longer Don't worry about it It's all good But yeah tomorrow night folks we will discuss More of the pay per view And other things that we did not get to Um so, yeah, uh, get back with us in the ER. We hope you like us so far, and thanks for coming out to Tuesday Night Turmoil. <laughs> My boys. Good night, everyone. You don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Get
4: out. Get yeah, out Dodge. Closing time. Say okay.